Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is Victorious Leadership. At the Bethel Leaders Conference, October 31st through November 2nd, 2018, I've been given the assignment to teach on the topic of victorious leadership. And I love that because God wants leaders to be victorious. <laughs> and I know in my life, boy, there's been a lot of times I haven't felt victorious, but I'm, I still am victorious because my identity is not in um, my experience or in my feelings, but it's in what he has said. And certainly it's, it, it's taken a while to actually believe I'm victorious but victory always starts on the inside of us. Success is not a goal to be attained. It's a state of being. Joseph in the Old Testament was, was victorious. He was a victorious leader. Whether he was seemingly outwardly victorious or not. So I want to just read out of Exodus 17, verse, starting with verse 8. Now Amalek came and fought with Israel at Rephidim. And Moses said to Joshua, Choose us some men and go out, fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And so it was when Moses held his hands up that Israel prevailed. When he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands became heavy so that they took a stone and put it under him and he sat on it. And Aaron and Hur supported his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Wow, what a, what a fascinating story that is. You got the guy who's directly fighting Joshua, with the people with him. You've got Moses, he's on the hill. Uh, you got Aaron and Hur with Moses. Moses has his hands up, they have victory. Moses' hands start to fall down. Uh, Joshua does not have victory. What a what a story with a lot of symbolism. And I've been meditating on that. And, you know, under the topic of victorious leadership, I just want to bring out um, four truths that victorious leaders have. Or, or let's put it this way. Victorious leaders, they, they do four things. Number one is victorious leaders align with eagles. They align with other leaders who are higher than them. Now, Joshua's connection with Moses was the key to the victory. It wasn't Joshua's great uh, battle skills. It wasn't the amount of men that Joshua had. It wasn't uh, his intellect. It wasn't the newest technology. <laughs> no, it was his alignment. And, and victorious leaders uh, align themselves. It, they, they, they have strategic, faith-filled alignment. 
You know, David in the Old Testament, 1 Samuel 22, he had 400 men gathered to him. I call them the 3D people. Everyone who is in debt, distress, or discontent gathered to David. Now their alignment to David did something powerful in their lives. And in 2 Samuel 23, it, it talks about what had happened to them and it talks about the mighty men. I think it lists the 30-something of these 400 uh, are, are described as mighty men. And it was their alignment with David that did that. Certainly, the disciples' alignment with Jesus caused ordinary men. And, and in the book of Acts, they, they noted that they said, hey, these guys are uneducated men. And, and they, they had noted they had been with Jesus, that they had aligned themselves with Jesus, and they became more than, than was expected. They, they radically exceeded the expectation of what would be normal for their lives based on that alignment. And you know, I know in my own life, pastoring a, a rural church in the middle of the state of Nevada, I invited Bill Johnson, senior leader of Bethel Church, 1991, to come out and be our guest speaker. We had a church of about 30 people at that time. And, and he came out 10 years, every year for 10 years when we were out there. And about seven years in, you know, I didn't have this language, but I decided that Wendy and I, were, my wife, were going to align ourselves with Bill. And I made a commitment to him at that time, an official commitment. And I'll tell you this, when I made that alignment with him, something happened. Something happened when you align with eagles. Something happens when you align with the apostolic. And so whatever you, wherever you are in life, who, who are you connected to? Who do you consider to be your, your tribe? And certainly many of you listening, you're a part of what's called the Bethel movement. And, and that alignment, I believe, is powerful. Now certainly that, that larger alignment doesn't gonna, isn't going to stop us from being aligned at the local level with other believers and understanding the significance of that connection because we need to partner with people in our local setting to accomplish great things. But I believe the alignment can be uh, from across the world. It starts with a heart issue. It starts with saying, that's my tribe. I'm connecting to that. Then we commit ourselves and we become a, a vital contributing functioning part of that particular move. You know, the 3D people did it with David. The disciples did it with Jesus. So victorious leaders align with eagles. Secondly, uh, victorious leaders believe in and activate the supernatural. Victorious leaders believe in and activate the supernatural. What an amazing thing that just because Moses has his arms up, it affects the level of victory that Joshua has. Now, you know, if something is happening in the natural, something first has been deposited in the spiritual. Nothing happens in the natural without some sort of spiritual deposit, positive or negative. And, and when, we, when we recognize that, it, it's foolishness to think that this is all there is, that somehow we just evolved, that somehow matter just uh, came from nothing because there had to be a, something has to be eternal something and matter can't be eternal because it it 
conflicts with the laws of uh, second law of second law thermodynamics. So the only other logical thing is that that there's something spiritual outside of the physical world that is eternal. Now it's a hard concept to grasp, but grasping anything else is even more illogical. And when we recognize that, and we understand spiritual laws, Solomon, who followed David as king, he said, I want wisdom, I want understanding. And and he got such great revelation of spiritual laws. He wrote the book of Proverbs, which is the book of spiritual laws, basically uh, saying that, again, that there's wisdom and there's foolishness. Wisdom is acknowledging the deposits and making intentional positive deposits into the spirit realm. I wrote a book called Divine Strategies for Increase. It's a great book. It's just a little devotional. Uh, it's, and if you want more insight on the power of spiritual laws, God's spiritual laws are not uh, just commands to be obeyed, but they're principles uh, to get increase. They're spiritual principles to garner increase within our lives. And, and this story just tells us that. You know, uh, when Moses is in victory, there's something very powerful that happens. Number three, victorious leaders understand their assignment. This story is so interesting because you have, um, you have all four of them with different assignments. Aaron and her, obviously, they're, they're the same. So maybe we could just say there's three different assignments here. There's the assignment of fighting, which Joshua had. There's the assignment of, uh, of the prophetic act and the victory and understanding the authority um, that, that one has in leadership and by faith releasing that, that, that what's happening in us is going to create victory on the outside of us, which Moses had. And then you got Aaron and her, which are in supportive roles. And so really, we're not all called to do the same thing. Now, that may be just a, a huge revelation. I got to be reminded of that. I'm not called to do everything. One of the Healthy people understand what they are to do and understand what they're not to do. And so just what season are you in? What role do you have? Are you going to be on the front lines? Are you going to be a father and mother walking, you know, uh, guarding your internal victory so that, so that sons and daughters can walk in victory? Are you going to be an Aaron and her in a supportive role, a supportive role for leaders and making sure that your leaders are healthy. Make sure that, they're, that you are the antidote to weariness, that you are uh, finding solutions, creative solutions, like rocks to put uh, under arms. And, and th- th- Is that your assignment? Some of you are assigned to that. We're not all called to be number one. I've been number one. I've been number two. I've been a lot of different numbers. <laughs> you know, not being number one is a pretty good thing but to support them. You know, the leaders that I'm a part of right now, my job is to help them, is to help them uh, grow strong. I can't be critical. They shouldn't be growing weary. No, you know, I'm assigned to to help them overcome that. So just uh, prioritizing, and we know from 1 Corinthians 12 that 
Paul likens the body of Christ to a human body and says, hey, you know, uh, we're all one part of the body. You know, if we try to be something else, uh, that's not going to be healthy. And so I just thank you, Lord, for revelation to be upon us for the parts of the body we are. And then a victorious leaders prioritized inner victory and forward movement in their lives. And again, this is talking about Moses and, you know, the hands lifted up. You, you know, when you lift up your hands, there, there's two major times I've seen people lift up their hands. You know, one is in surrender. I surrender. People in war walk out with their arms up. It's a sign of surrender. It's also a sign of victory. It's a sign where, I mean, if sports team, your sports team wins, the automatic thing is to raise your hand. People coming off the bench, running onto the field in a victorious, often they have their hands up. It's just, it's just, it's just normal uh, to do. And so the lifting up of hands. I, there's an interesting verse in First uh, Timothy two eight. I desire therefore that the men pray everywhere lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. Without wrath and doubting. You know, it says, uh, so one hand uh, is overcome wrath, the other hand is overcome doubting. And you know, maybe a better word for wrath is frustration. Lift up holy hands without frustration and without doubting. And that, that's really, you know, the, the key of, of, of leadership because frustration is the enemy of great leadership. You know, many maybe there's some listening, and you've got major anger issues, and uh, and and I just believe the Lord's helping you with that, giving you a strategy, giving you breakthrough, giving you connections and help. But for most listening, it's not major anger; it's just frustration. And so, inner victory. These are the two things. You know, uh, leaders. Um, God wants us to have victory on the inside of us first. Third John two says, "Beloved, I pray that you be in health." and prosper in all things, even as your soul prospers. And so as our soul prospers, that represents inner victory, and our soul prosperity, inner victory, precedes health and prospering in all other things, becoming victorious in all other things in life, whether it's finances, whether it's relationship, whether it's influence, whatever it is. And so that is... I love that verse, lifting up holy hands without wrath or without frustration and doubting. Hey, there's so much more we could say on this. Victorious leaders align with eagles, believe in and activate the supernatural, understand their assignment, and lastly, prioritize inner victory and forward movement in their lives. So I just pray over you today that, that you would just uh, your alignment. You would clarify your alignment. Who are you aligned with? Who are you committed to? Some of you are aligned with Igniting Hope Ministries. Some of you, that's your, that's one of your main alignment, and that that alignment is helping you bring victory. And that's why praying for us is so important. As God leads you to sow financially uh, into our men, we very rarely ask for that, but that's a point for some of you that. Uh, you can align with us in an official way. You can go to our website, ignitinghope.com, for a link to give. Um, there's others of you. There's going to be other other movements, other people, other ministries. And, and there's, there's, I believe the Lord's going to say, align officially with them. Some of you are already aligned. And in this podcast, you're re-clarifying that alignment. 
And I pray that you that you get greater revelation than ever before to believe in and to activate the supernatural and to understand spiritual laws. And I pray that you understand your assignment, I, that you'll understand what you're to do and what you're not to do. Understand the season of your life. And lastly, you'll prioritize inner victory and forward movement uh, in your life and, and lifting up holy hands with, without frustration and without doubting. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. Steve Backlund here. I want to remind you, there's no hopeless circumstances or only hopeless people. Once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. And I also want to remind you that the joy of the Lord is your strength. There's no convenient season to walk in joy. And we don't need joy at the end of the battle. We need joy in the middle of the battle. It's our strength. Hey, God bless you. Remember, uh, April 23rd through 25th, Redding, California, Risen King Church, 2019. We are doing a three-day Abounding Hope and Joy Conference, Wendy and I. That Mark the date. We'll have uh, info on our website in November on that. November 2018. Hey, God bless you. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.